You're listening to Higher Ed Social, part of the Connect EDU network. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm here with Dr. Martha Saunders, um, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hello, everyone, uh, and I look forward to this conversation. I'm the president of the University of West Florida. Uh, we are located in Pensacola, Florida. Uh, our mayor says the western gate to the Sunshine State. Uh, uh, we're the westernmost city right on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico with gorgeous beaches. And we are part of the 12 universities of the State University System of Florida. That is awesome. I, it is beautiful down there. Um, it's been a while since I've been to Pensacola, but I definitely love the Florida coast. Um, I actually used to vacation there a lot uh, when I was a kid, so it's 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 really beautiful. Um, you have you're the sixth president of the University of West Florida, um, and you've been in higher ed how long? Oh, a long time, but. My- I've been in uh, more than 30 years, uh, 30 and I quit counting about that time. Uh, <laughs> this this is my third presidency. Oh, wow. And and so um, I came up, uh, came up the ranks, the faculty ranks and, uh, you know, mo- uh, actually here at the University of West Florida. And then uh, a few years ago, uh, got an opportunity to go off on a professional journey uh, that took me to two other presidencies and I thought I had uh, retired and apparently not because I'm back, <laughs> but but I'm back where I got my start. And, and I will tell you, this is a labor of love. Uh, what I'm doing here uh, is, is pure joy. A lot of work, but a labor of love. Well, on that, um, I can say that um, I think there are like two positions in higher education that everyone either wants to be or doesn't want to be. <laughs> um, you know, there's the dean of students. Everyone wants to be dean of students except for people who realize what dean of students do. That's um, right. Until and, they find and, out. <laughs> and then presidents of universities. Um, I, I feel like as as someone who works at a university, I think I've been very lucky because I'm able to work um, quite often directly with our president. But I, I feel like a lot of folks don't get to do that. Um, and as far as leadership goes, um, what kinds of things do you think are important for folks who, who really want to, you know, do what you do? Well, especially if you want to be a president of a university, it's uh, my advice to people who think they, they would like that kind of work is, is to learn their industry. And I would advise in any industry, but uh, no more than what you do at, at the university, find out what other people do. Uh, if you're in academic in academics or you're a faculty member, then find out what they're doing in housing. Uh, I volunteered years ago because I was always just really curious about, you know, how the what what everybody else was doing at the university, and so I volunteered to be on a committee to select uh, uh, the the person to build a dormitory. 
And so I went to my first meeting and there was this binder about six inches deep uh, that we were supposed to go through that day. And the chair of the committee said, okay, everybody, thank you for coming. Page one. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love committees. Yeah, I was just horrified. But I learned, you know, there's just a lot of moving parts in a university. It's a city. And and so my best advice is learn that industry from top to bottom, you know, side to side. It is a it is a great industry, and it's um, that's kind of what I hope folks will get a little bit out of with the show. Um, I, I I noticed in in reading the information that I uh, I've read about you online and, and some things that you um, your academic area of expertise is public relations and crisis communications. So this this is going to be an interesting question, I guess. How, what made you want to be a university president um, coming from something like that? <laughs> well, I, I didn't know that I wanted to be one. Uh, I uh, And certainly when I was in school, from time to time, my students will say, you know, did you, did you know you wanted to be a president when you were a college student? And and my answer is always no, uh, because they didn't make women presidents of anything when I was a college student. But uh, but as I got opportunities when I came here in faculty, the university was really good about you know recognizing something in in us and giving us opportunities. And so every job I ever had, I was I was faculty for a long time. And I would uh, say, boy, I, I could do this every day until I die, and, and I'll be happy. <laughs> and then I'd get another, something else would come up. Uh, and I was an honors director, and I thought, oh, this is great. I can do this every day until I die, and I'll be happy. And then I became a dean, and I liked that. And I said, oh, I can do this every day until I die, uh, and I'll be happy. And then I became a provost, and I thought, oh, dear Lord, get me out of this. This is like the worst ever. Uh, and I said, I got to go one way or the other uh, because this is terrible work. It's probably the hardest job on any campus. Uh, I can so the ne- only thing, you know, the, the next direction was president. And, and I like, I like the work of a president. And I think mm-hmm. it's important. People sometimes fantasize about what they want to be. And I would certainly advise them, no, what do you want to do? Do uh, do you like doing the work of president? And and I do. I love the the st- the strategy. I like figuring things out. It's like a puzzle. Like all right, we have this this much in the area of resources, and this is what we're trying to do. How are we going to make it all work? Uh, and I like uh, I like working with a team. And you work with a lot of teams in in my world. And, and I like just showing up and doing what needs doing. So it's like, it's, it really is a fun job for me, but I don't know that it would be a fun job for everybody. You know, um, I come from a university here at Belmont that has, uh, we've, we've made so much growth. We've done so many things. Uh, we've done things that I never thought we could do. And I've been here for 12 years and um, it's, it's been really interesting to see the way things have changed. Um, and, and that's due very much to our president. Um, from what I understand, University of West Florida has gone through changes too um, at, with your leadership, um, with a lot of growth and, 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 um, and change there. Can you tell us a little bit about that and kind of 
what your vision is uh, for the university and, and what, what, what brought about that vision? Well, the university, uh, the year I became president, we were in our, having our 50th uh, anniversary. And so, uh, and the university over the years had, had seen a lot of change. We had started as a senior college, a senior, uh, and we only took uh, juniors and seniors and graduate students. And then, as did several of the schools in Florida. And then, uh, of course, there was the change. We became, you know, full comprehensive and started admitting freshmen. And, and so there were some real watershed, uh, you know, changes uh, throughout, but we were 50, and the the academic programs I thought had been nurtured uh, appropriately. We had grown as we should, so it seemed like a real good time just to ask the campus. All right, now, now what do we do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where do we go from here? And uh, those crossroads are really hard. Well, I mean, they they, are. they really are. Uh, and because we. We had done a lot of things well, but it was time to really say, all right, now what do we do? And so I asked the campus, um, I said, we're looking for transformation. Uh, What would you have us do? And I actually put out a call for proposals. And the entire campus, I I thought maybe I'd get a dozen. (laughs) And I got 50 from all over campus, from folks doing you know, high-ranking folks and new employees with some of the best ideas, and we called it the Next Big Thing initiatives. <laughs> and and so uh, uh, we we uh, my cabinet and I kind of called through them, started launching some of these projects and made commitments to them. And I said, this we hope this will work, and it might not, but I'm going to give you three years to make it work. So. We um, and in doing that, we identified programs for which we can be known. Uh, uh, we were kind of very good universally, but I said, now let, let's put us on the map. What's that mm-hmm. going to take? And and we started realizing that for a school like us, in the place where we are, uh, it it we are in um, we're in Florida. Uh, we're in what we call Northwest Florida, mm-hmm. and we north the entire eight counties that we call Northwest Florida only accounts for four percent of the population of the state. Florida wow. is a a big state and a uh, the third most populous state in the country. So we're in essentially kind of a rural area. And I thought, all right, now you know, so we don't have, you know, the big city. You know, we're not Miami and we're not Orlando and we're not mm-hmm. Tampa. So uh, so we said we need to leverage regional resources. If we're going to do what we, you know, if we're going to get where we want to get and, and get ourselves on the map, we need to identify those regional resources we can leverage. One for us is the military. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a big piece of Northwest Florida uh, with several major bases. Huge Eglin is a huge uh, Air Force installation. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of led us to opening programming in cybersecurity. And it just took off because it was the right thing to do. It was it was partnering with and leveraging, you know. And that's incredibly region. important these days. Well, it is because, you know, if almost anything you might want to try 
someone bigger and richer may, may already have started it. Right. Unless you have some unique chemistry like we have had with that. We also have um, a research institute here in Pensacola uh, called the Institute for Human and Machine Cognition. And they are, you know, a world-class research institute. They won the DARPA prize a oh, wow. couple of years ago. I mean, this is big time. And and so we uh, have worked with them uh, since they began. But so we put our heads together and collaborated on a doctorate in intelligent systems and robotics. Mm -hmm. And the doctorate is a unique uh, approach. I call it the European model mm -hmm. because the students we admit go straight to work in the labs of the Institute. That is There's definitely a, a European model. <laughs> and they're very, they, we have a, a tailored core for them, very small tailored uh, classroom core, but they're straight to work. And so uh, we're the first in Florida to have that program and the fourth in the country. And again, but that's leveraging a strength that's right. already there. Uh, we, we couldn't bootstrap those things up uh, by ourselves. And it has taken off. So those are, I think that sort of that spirit is uh, what has made all the difference. And some of the ideas that have come up are just priceless uh at the, my first year as president i had a i try to spend time with the students and mm -hmm. so i set aside at least well one day a week i go to the, the commons where the students eat and just sit down and see who will come sit by me and mm -hmm. uh and so this young woman who is now our fga president but she was a freshman and she came and she sat and introduced herself and then she said I have a proposal for you. <laughs> and it was well, those are, those are the best kinds of students, though. They really are. Well, and she had a wonderful proposal that she said, you know, from time to time, our students find themselves homeless. You know, they may be in an apartment and the roommate bails on them and they can't make the rent and they want to see the semester through, but they got no place to stay. Mm -hmm. And so she uh, had proposed uh, short-term uh, housing uh, for students, and we were, uh, and it was a great idea. That is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. So those, but I think it's it's sort of the spirit of the place that if you have a great idea, we're going to listen to it, and it, and it's a, a culture of yes, and it's yes until we can't do it, and then it's no, but we'll try it later, and <laughs> and I think that's been, uh, I think that's been key to some of our our successes lately. Uh, you guys have also, and this is one I was curious about. I wanted to ask you about this. Um, there is a, uh, 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 C3D lab. Um, right. and, and I was wondering a little bit about that. Um, what is it? Cause I, I, I don't know, considering where you are, I, I I'm just kind of curious. That could be so many things. Well, we had for uh, quite a while been, uh, working with manufacturers. Manufacturing is big in this part of the state and uh, providing training for them. And, uh, and of course, as we got to know these, uh, you know, these businesses, we started realizing that there was a real need for places where they could scale up their prototypes and, uh, and try stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we uh, opened this 
what we're calling the C3D Additive Manufacturing Laboratory, and it has just been, it's right in the heart of Pensacola, we, um, and right downtown, and folks come in with all kinds of ideas. They, uh, the community can come in and, uh, you know, create, say, well, I've got this idea for an, an invention. We had a, a man come in one day who had a very old set of jealousy windows and <laughs> and the knob had broken he couldn't and, and he couldn't open his windows and so he, he came in and we created one for him uh and then on the other end of the scale we had um a manufacturer who had you know businesses all over the world that a, a part in their machine was they were not able to replace and so we made one for them. <laughs> and so, uh, so it, you know, it goes on. And so that has been, uh, and it's inspired a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, right. And, uh, but what's really cool about it is uh, the lab is tended by our students. And hmm. uh, the, the lab chiefs, I call them, one is an engineer, one is an art major. <laughs> and so you have... This wonderful blend, or you know, we celebrate steam, uh, mm -hmm. and there they are because they've got the creative side and the design side, uh, and then the the technical side that the engineer brings. And so that again, it it popped up because we had these relationships, we saw a need, uh, and we're now expanding it, uh, and for bigger part, you know, for many of our programs like engineering need bigger space to do those maker spaces. So, uh, you know, you sort of start with a little idea and see how this will work. And then, if it, uh, and you, you say, well, and if it doesn't, we'll, it, we'll agree that it doesn't, we'll move on. But if it does, let's go. So that's been pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're kind of winding down the show now. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to ask you, this is uh, kind of a, a question that we like to ask folks um, um, towards the end. And, and, and that's, if there's one thing um, or several things that you think is important to what you do um, um, for your university, for, uh, for higher ed, what would that be? You know, I, I say that this is a great job for someone with a short attention span because <laughs> it's something new every day. Uh, but, oh, golly, if there is one thing that a leader, certainly in, in higher ed today, needs to be able to do and needs to be able to get her campus to do, and that is to adapt to change. Uh, things are changing. They change all the time. And if we're going to survive, uh, we we have to say, all right, here's here's the new landscape. How can we uh, stay true to our mission but adapt to the terrain? It, that is the one skill. It's hard to teach, uh, mm -hmm. but it is the one that will that will make you successful and keep you from going completely bonkers. <laughs> that's that's great. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us this week. It's my pleasure. 
Listeners, head down to higher and get links to the things we talked about today and subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Our tag is HES Podcast. Send us a tweet. We love talking to you. And don't forget to let us know if you want to be on the show. Higher Ed Social was created by Jackie Vitrano and me, Logan Bishop, and is produced by Emma Hawes. We're part of the Connect EDU network, the first podcast network for higher education. Visit the website connectedu.network and subscribe to some awesome shows no matter where you work on campus. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.